0: Hi Dave. who's this? My name is Jonathan Beer mug cantro I uh you know you know who I am Dave
1: don't' don't, don't play around <laughs> <laughs> what up mugs how you doing dude? I'm all right man how you doing today?
0: I'm hanging in I'm hanging in uh it's a little uh little rough day. I had a busy day um lost my keys this morning but you know how that goes <laughs> I, that's that's like a normal Wednesday
1: for me. So you had a mug's morning. I had a mug's morning. Uh, how was your morning? Uh my morning was great, man. Uh it it was it consisted all day of just waiting and looking at a screen because the Disneyland tickets went on sale today. Oh. A- and uh yeah, man. <laughs> and th- that was not fun. Uh hours upon hours of just looking at the same little graphic of hold tight. You are more than an hour away. Hold tight. You are more than an hour away. And to no avail, you know, everyone's just waiting for fucking Disney tickets. But no. But, you know, look, so I don't have Disneyland tickets yet, but hmm. I was lucky enough to go to a touch of Disney this past weekend. And, oh. you know, you go to Disneyland once in a while, right?
0: Yeah. You know, when my when my daughter wants to go.
1: <laughs> so what's the best part about Disneyland. Uh, I would say the overpriced souvenirs. Okay. Well, there was none of that at a touch of Disney. It was just what? straight food and drinks. No rides, oh. no souvenir. Actually, the souvenir shops did open later when we were leaving, but it was all like, you know, there was no carts and stands where you could buy like the pins and all that. It right. was just food and alcohol. And it was such a crazy experience because I haven't been to Disneyland since the day they closed it down. I was I was literally walking out the doors as, you know, as uh, they closed it out. They, they announced that they were closing on the 14th. I went the 13th to ride Guardians of the Galaxy one last time and, and then uh, went home. And then that's that was it. it. So so it was, it was a, quite a surreal experience to be back at Disneyland and and eating and you know but everyone's wearing a mask everyone's you know it was pretty empty Um, and now what they're making you do is they're making you go by the app so you have to buy all the food all all the drinks in advance so it's kind of weird you're like well are we gonna drink another beer in an hour or should we just order like four you know now it was tough man
0: yeah. What What if you when you purchase something? Let's say I guess it was a, like what an app or a website that you pre yeah. It's it, in the app. Yeah. What if like you run into that predicament? Like you just explain, Like oh, do, do we have another beer in an hour? And you purchase it and you don't end up using it. Is it transferable? Or is, once once you purchase it, well, you get you get
1: these time frames and you you go on that. And if you don't go within your time frame, you have to pick another time frame. But it's weird because like I I got thirsty and I wanted a bottle of water. And the next time frame for the nearest one was like 45 minutes away. So I was like, I got to wait 45 minutes to get a bottle of water. This is stupid. So, it, you know, eventually we were just ordering more beers, more drinks. And then we had a reservation at Lamplight Lounge, which is amazing. Got, you know, lots of drinks and stuff. But the crown jewel of it all, mugs, was tell me if you would eat this. We're going home and we're walking through downtown Disney. And there's a, a corn dog cart. And at that cart is a corn dog inside a fried pickle. Now, a corn
0: dog inside of a fried pickle.
1: Yes. And then the fried pickle is covered in the corn dog batter and stuff like that. So the meat, the hot dog is in the fried pickle and then it's dipped in the corn dog batter and it's a corn dog. It's a fried pickled corn dog.
0: I absolutely would eat that. I would eat the ass out of that.
1: Yeah. Listen, I love crazy things. So this was like, it was pretty cool to to pass by it and be like, yo, I'm going to get that. Got it, took a big bite into it. And by the way, they serve it with peanut butter, which I don't get. I I didn't try that. Yeah, they serve it with peanut butter. Everyone says like, oh, you have to. And I was like, "Uh, no, I put mustard on it. Dude, this was so freaking good. (laughs) I've never had a fried pickle before. And it was so damn good and worth the wait, the 20 minute wait for this fucking fried pickle corn dog.
0: Would you say that was
1: the highlight of the, the touch of Disney? It kind of was minus the, the the many shots of tequila, but but you know <laughs> it, it was so good. It was so weird, and you just see everybody eating fucking fried pickled corn dogs. It's such a crazy crazy thing to see that that you're just like I, I never would put these together, and so you know that's that was the highlight of my day. And I'm like, yay! I'm going home. I'm driving home right, and this Uh-oh. is where my my day kind of like. I'm on a high and I'm driving uh-huh. home, driving down the five speeding, you know, like as you do. Cause it's, it's, you know, nine o'clock. Right. And then I hear up, boom. What? Dude. I don't know about you, but I've never had a tire blow out before. Oh really? And, you blew out your, cause I was going to
0: say, maybe it was the <laughs> hot dog, the corn dog pickle hitting you real quick. That
1: it was wasn't my was... it wasn't my my a hole that was no, that was okay. blowing out. It was, it was it was my tire, and and I'm driving, and you know, obviously, I remember I told you about how my girlfriend's car got hit, so yeah. we're in a rental for hers, and <laughs> this fucking car is so smart it lets you know like, hey, your car is is uh, your tires flat, I pull over. So I'm driving, I pull get off the freeway, and I'm thinking, okay, so it's not that bad. I could feel that it's pulling a little bit. Right. I get off, and this tire is just shredded. It exploded like like a fucking bazooka hit it. And <laughs> I'm thinking, how am I not dead? How, how, how did I not flip over in this car? Did so, you feel it? Did you feel it
0: once it like you knew right away when your tire blew, you're like, oh, that you like your car like I'm sure did a little jolt. your steering wheel kind of went either left or right. Did
1: you feel that? No, I heard something. I heard, I heard the pop and then I see the, the little alert on, in the car. And then from there I'm like, Oh, okay. So, you know, it's, it, it, something happened with my tire, right. but I don't feel it. So I just keep driving and then it's all like, and then I'm like, Oh shit, there's a, fl- it's a flat. So then I pull over, but then I look at it and that's when I'm like, Oh my God, my heart just sunk. And I was like. Dude, this could have been a major accident, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's and bad. I was, I was uh, speaking of. T- I've never had that happen to me. I was when I was a van driver for K Rock. Uh, yeah, I was behind. Remember the box truck? Yeah, yeah. yeah we were riding. Uh, two crews were on, on this gig, and the box truck was in front of us, and I was in the suburban behind. And I saw that tire blow out, and I thought somebody shot at the box truck. It was like a violent, <laughs> like explosion of like freeway dust and like I'm sure all the air, but that that was gnarly. But yeah, that's scary. So what did you? So did you, you pulled over, right? You had to get a tow truck, or did you? Did you be a manly man and change your tire right there?
1: Well, I would have if the rental would have put a fucking tire in there, but there was no spare tire, so I had to call AAA and uh, you know, one of the. There was a tow truck where I pulled over, and he comes by, and he's like, need a tow? I'm like, no, I called AAA. And I was like, oh, I thought you were my tow. And he goes, oh, no. He goes, you need a special tow for this baby because the the rental car is a Porsche McCann. And oh, he's nice. like, Yeah. So he's like, you need a flatbed. So the flatbed has to go and carry your baby away. But I just want to give a shout-out to Continental Tires because – Dude, that saved my life, and it saved my girlfriend's life, and it avoided an accident because their tire blew up, and then it just didn't go everywhere. I don't know what kind of tires. I'm sure Lightning knows what, what how the mechanics of these tires work. But oh, they're every, run
0: flats. Oh, they're great.
1: <laughs> Is that what they're called, run flats? Well, you they do
0: have run flats i don't know if that if that's the tire you had but the run flat is really for a nail uh you know and it's supposed to it can run a certain amount of uh distance flat but if your tire blows out man you, you're pretty much on
1: your rim so Dude, th- so so the tire what it looked like was it blew out but then there's like material that's extra so it kind of runs on that like so yeah. maybe it is a run flat i don't mm. know but man, it, it was such a, like my girlfriend's like, what's the big deal? And I was like, you don't understand. So anyone we told like all oh, the tire blew out and then I took a picture of it and I sent it to them and they're like, Oh, Oh my God. Are you, I'm glad you're okay. And she's, she didn't get it. She didn't get that the blowouts could lead to such big accidents and it's crazy. And I was like, Oh my God. So then I had the best sleep of my life. Cause I was just happy to be home after all that. Yeah, because that would have been bad.
0: It had to have been like, you know, rush hour or something could have been you could have been on the five o'clock news, Dave. That wouldn't have been good.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. Uh, hey, mugs. Um, yes. How does it how does it feel, man? How does what feel?
0: Being able to talk. <laughs> is that because uh Zeko's Omar is is absent if, if all the janksters are wondering, hey, we haven't heard Omar
1: yeah exactly yeah. I mean, it's just us two yapping it's back and nice. forth you know it's kind of nice right
0: it's kind of nice but also at the same time do do people really want to hear just you and i i don't know
1: <laughs> well i mean we'll see but yeah. uh yeah i guess what yeah why isn't he here today he's he's he said he's 16 stations that's what he told me and i was like oh okay cool whatever me and mugs would do it and uh so here we are man wait he told you 16 stations yeah, that's isn't that
0: isn't that the normal excuse for him? When did you talk to him?
1: Of uh, this weekend?
0: Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. Why? Because I talked to him last night, and oh. Uh,
1: well, you work with the guy, right?
0: Yeah, I work with him Monday through Friday on Stryker and Klein, and um, he he didn't call you. He, he That's all he told you. He didn't
1: he, when when you talked to him. He didn't say anything. No, they just sent me a text, said, hey, can't do it, 16 stations, you know, bullshit. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's weird. Um, Why? Well, I guess, I, I guess,
0: I, I I address it now. I don't know. Um, that's weird that you, you don't know this, Dave. And Hmm. Very strange. Um, well, I talked to Omar last night, and right. he said, hey, "Mugs, I'm... Uh, not going to be able to do the podcast tomorrow. Um, I said, and that's kind of what I joked. I was like, oh, 16 stations, yeah, take a drink, right? He's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, he's like, I wish I could, I could wish I could blame it on 16 stations. But he, uh, could you
1: tell that guy to fucking hold the, the thing down?
0: I mean, I'm trying to talk here. What
1: is he song? <laughs> Jesus, dude. I swear the the construction going on. Someone moved out of my building. So they're like reconstructing the apartment upstairs. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs>
0: Anyway, yeah, I talked to him last night, and and he pretty much told me that. And I guess this is news for you, like it was for me last night, and all all the Jenks is listening. But, um, unfortunately, our main man Omar is not going to be able to continue on this podcast, which sucks. Wait, wh- he didn't tell you that. Wait, what? Yeah. He did not. He did not tell you anything in that aspect. He just said sixteen stations. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wait. Wh- why? What? Wh- are you serious?
0: He didn't really get into it, but I. I mean, it was a quick phone call. Um. He just said he wasn't going to be able to continue with the podcast. So well, that's some bullshit, dude. Why wouldn't you tell me? I you're going to have to take that up. I mean I I'm, I'm wondering the same thing. You're going to have to take it up with him. I don't I don't know why he didn't tell you, Dave, but uh he told me very briefly. He didn't really get into specifics. I mean, I kind of have certain ideas, but I didn't really get into it and um yeah, so <laughs> I guess the Janksters are going to have to uh just get used to you and me for now, but I mean, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. What we're gonna do from here on out? I mean, it was kind of the whole point of it was to have us three, you know, Larry Co and Larry Co, Larry Mo and Curly. I guess I could bring that sort of aspect where I stumble and stutter that Omar that Omar so hmm. did so well. But yeah, he um, unfortunately I don't know why he didn't tell you, dude. That's that's really strange. Um, but I guess we're breaking the news here. No, no way, dude. That dude, wait.
1: Why wouldn't he tell me? And and I don't should I call him now? I mean
0: Well, I, here's the thing. I think I I think I have an idea of why maybe he didn't tell you and he didn't really get into specifics with me. Yeah. Because now, do... late April fools.
1: What? Late April Fools Are you lying? Get it?
0: Because, because yeah, it's cause it's mid-April and we didn't do an April Fools joke and that's it's Late Fools, it's a late April Fool's joke. Get it?
1: I fucking hate you.
0: <laughs> Jake, yeah, hit the ground. Yeah! We can get the janky popping, that's a sound jank, jank, jank. We make your frown, jank. go upside down jank. It's getting janky, we the greatest pound for pound, pound. What up Mugs, what up Dave, jank. what up O, jank. Jank. what up Jankster What up Mugs, what up Dave, jank. Jank. what up O, jank. Jank. what up Jankster It's getting janky, it's getting janky, it's getting janky I love it when we jank around, it's getting janky It's getting janky It's getting janky I love it when we jank around Janky! Town That is right First of all, Dave, Omar, if he left the podcast, we would be done too Let's be real I mean, come
1: on (sighs) Man, dude, I was like, how the fuck am I going to find out about this when we're recording? How am I supposed to continue? We're not going to release this Why are we wasting our time? Did I fool you? Did I get you? Was it good? Yes, you got me, you asshole.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if Omar left, that would be it. I mean, he—he's pretty much the glue that keeps us together, and he does like all the heavy lifting. So, I mean, God, you scared me there, dude. Yeah. Well, there you go, April Fools. You like it? No, I don't. (laughs) Anyway, Dave, what, what kind of a show do we have today? First of all, for those of you. Who are listening to Janky Town for the first time? I apologize uh, for what you're about to listen to. Uh, my name is Beer Mug. On the other end, we got Dave, the King of Mexico. Um, and we have been doing this podcast for how long, Dave?
1: Uh, well, this is episode 35, so welcome to Janky Town, episode 35. There you go. And, yeah.
0: What so do we got going on episodes. For today?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is this is going well. What do we have uh, on today's show, Dave? Well, we're going to talk about the Dodgers. We're going to talk a little right. Arclight. Uh, we're going to do What You're Watching TV. We we nice. did that bit before. We're going to do it again. And then we'll get to your Jankline calls, where you can call the Jankline at 855-Janky69. Muggs, how else can people reach us? Well, we got a Twitter and an
0: Instagram, which you could follow at jankytown uh, We You can hit us up nice. on our Gmail at Janky69 at Gmail. And uh, you can check us out on our new YouTube channel, Jankytown, which is fun. Which we're we're not recording this for YouTube this week because, like I said, Omar- luckily <laughs> Omar <laughs> is the glue that does pretty much all the heavy lifting, and that's one aspect we just don't have control over. So yeah, we're we're in for a treat this one, you guys. By the way, I called it a show. It's a podcast. It's not a show. It's not a show at all. <laughs> it's one once a week <laughs> podcast. So um, as Dave mentioned, I did go to the first Dodger game since the pandemic uh, hit for me. Um, And that was um, the first game of uh, the Rockies uh, in town. And I saw the new
1: renovations to Dodger Stadium, which was sweet. Um, Well, last week, Muggs, we talked about Shake Shack being in center field. It's obviously not there yet, right? No, it is there, Dave. I actually saw. It. Oh, it's there. But the thing is, is I mean, they have um,
0: Dodger Stadium, which is a fifty-five thousand capacity stadium. They're only opening it up to fifteen percent. I mean, uh, fifteen thousand rather. Um,
1: so, so, how many people were were in attendance? So uh, Did they say yeah, that?
0: yeah. They said uh, it's about fifteen thousand three hundred. Is a sellout for, for the for the regulations. <laughs> yeah, which is great because getting in and out of dodger stadium has never been easier there's no traffic on the way home um but yeah like you mentioned shake shack uh the most of the concessions the new ones are closed because they don't have oh. they don't have as many people there so we didn't really get to experience all the new uh food food venues but i got the traditional hot dog and peanuts but uh, it was sweet you know like i said like you know, whatever seat you get, you, there's the row in front of you is open, the row in back of you is open, four seats on the side, so you're open air and you could stretch out, lay out, no one clapping or whistling in your ear, Dave, which you love. Ah, oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, don't ever go to a-
1: any beach balls.
0: Uh, it's still beach balls, but what happens is like they Lame. just they just land in an open spot and they they die because there's <laughs> no one there to hit them.
1: But it was cool. It was now- awesome. Yeah. Now, Muggs, um, what were some of the renovations that are new at Dodger Stadium? So what they did, the, the first thing they
0: did, uh, the main thing, it, it all uh, it all pretty much starts in the outfield. And what they did is they left and right field pavilion had always been separate. You had to enter through separate gates. And also yeah. every level of Dodger Stadium, you had to enter. If you had a top deck ticket, you had to enter on the top deck. If you had a reserve level ticket you had to enter on the reserve level so on and so forth but now what they did is they made one main entrance uh in the outfield which you can enter from and that can take you anywhere you want to go in the ballpark there is one universal entrance so they did that in the outfield they did like a kids play place in center field they opened up um in the pavilion you can like pretty much walk through the middle of each pavilion to get to like the outside food area. That's where the Shake Shack is and like Tommy Lasorda's like restaurant there. Um, and they also in uh, left field in the left field pavilion, they put a bar underneath the pavilion and you can see, it's like it's. it almost looks like a sports book in there. I didn't go in there um, because I think it was closed because they don't want a lot of people going in right now, but I did see it. Like, I mean, they had like media day, so I was watching all this stuff on it. looks like a sports book in there, and you can also watch the Dodgers pitchers warm up in the bullpen. There's like a window. You can just sit and drink a beer and watch it like, boom, you're right there, which is pretty cool.
1: What are you, like a zoo? You're like, hey, Dodger yeah. pitchers, do you tap on the window? like, Don't feed the relievers.
0: Yeah. So... It was really cool. They did a really good job. Uh I forgot the 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 lady's name who um did the renovations, but she's like responsible for so many around the the country like of renovating all these like you know, I mean Dodger Stadium is like the second oldest behind I guess Fenway. Um but yeah. she's like yeah, she did an amazing job. Uh, it really ties everything together and you can like I, like I said you can enter from anywhere in the park now and you can pretty much Walk anywhere you want, uh, which has always kind of been the case, but now, like you know, the, getting into Dodger Stadium is a lot
1: easier. Oh, that's so that's so great! Yeah. And uh, the day you went, who was pitching? The day I went, Mister Trevor,
0: motherfucking Bauer, Bauer outage. Yep,
1: nice. Yeah, yeah, So that was the first time he pitched in front of the Dodger fans. That right? was
0: that is correct. The first time he pitched in front of Dodger fans at Dodger Stadium him being a local boy did you know that dave he he born and raised i don't know what what area but he's uh he's an la boy so he was <laughs> okay. he was nervous but he fucking took, he 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 almost had a no hitter i mean he could have had a no hitter but uh no it was awesome it was sweet and he's not marking baseballs by the way dave i know you'd mention that to me
1: um, last Well, week. you know, it, it's funny because uh, they collected when when he pitched in Oakland. They they collected a bunch of baseballs from uh, Trevor Bauer, and and at first it was reported that that you know they're checking to see his scuff marks and stuff like that. Right. But now MLB, because you know he he had some pushback. Him and Dave Roberts were saying, you know, like, hey, we're being unfairly targeted. And, you know, he's the, the reigning Cy Young winner. You know, why is he being targeted? And, and MLB said, oh, no, we're just observing them because we want to see the spin velocity of all these different balls. Well, <laughs> apparently like, what the fuck? apparently it was yeah. weird
0: because, um, uh, well, first of all, Trevor Bauer, he's, he's not one of those like quiet types that's just going to sit back and just like take no. it. He is very outspoken. And what he said – um, after he pitched that game he had a press conference he said it's a normal thing that um major league baseball is doing with all these pitchers they're collecting yeah. they're collecting baseballs from around the league to analyze it to see if pitchers are are marking the balls or this that next thing it's not it's not like he's uh, trevor bowers under investigation uh, you know singly he's not being singled out um yeah and and i guess the the baseball writer Ken Rosenthal who's like on Fox he has the bow ties he made it seem that Trevor Bauer was like the only guy that the MLB was like looking at but it, I don't know it was like it was it was a bunch of a uh, bunch of crap
1: but oh that wasn't the case
0: that was not the case which I'm happy about cuz you know Trevor Bauer's awesome and so are the Dodgers this year and uh I'm sorry yeah, for, so, sorry for I mean, all the other teams scoop- in the in the major leagues
1: yeah, we haven't spoke about them since uh, the season started. So I thought we'd do a little uh, a segment, you know, once in a while called This Week in Dodgers. Okay. So, Muggs, how did the Dodgers do this week? Like, wh- what are the record? What's, you know, who or who's an MVP already? Like, what's going on? I saw that Justin Turner, like, hit some, a home run and it landed in some guys' nachos yep. and that's all NBC would talk about. Yep. Well, I thought, you know,
0: I could explain it poorly or I could call the number one Dodger fan in the world, Mama Mugs. Yes. Mama Mugs, Mama 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 Mugs, Mama 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 Mugs, she's one badass too. Mama
3: Mugs, Mama Mugs, Mama Mugs, Mama, mama Mugs, she hates the Dodger
0: blue. It's time for Mama Mugs, give me some Mama Mugs. That is right, we are going to talk to Mama Mugs. I'm going to call her live. How's about that, Dave? How do you feel about that? Just do it. Call her on the air. All right, here we go. You can dial her up here. All right. All that didn't right. work. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Are you going to call me? Yeah, I'll call you in 30 minutes. Fuck it. All right. Um, let's just... Dave, I got to poop. I really got to poop. <laughs> go poop, Max. Go poop. Oh, my God. All right. Give me 10 minutes max. Yeah, Probably quicker. Go, yeah, whatever, dude. Oh, my God. That All coffee right. really went through me. All right. All right. Just I'll be right back. Poop. And I'll keep trying to call my
4: mom <laughs> growing sound presents the poop song an instructional video for families with two-year-olds ready to do number two
2: I feel Then I wipe and wipe till brown leaves town I put it in the potty and flush it down Bye-bye poop Bye-bye poop Then I pull up my pants Wash my hands Wash my hands and do a potty
0: Oh, thanks, Dave. Whew. Jesus. That was the fear, man. It fucking just hit me. All right. So I got I got a hold of my mom, and I, apparently my dad was on the phone with somebody, and he just wasn't. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't click over. So we're going to call her on her cell.
1: All right.
3: Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message... Unbelievable! I literally just
0: talked to her five minutes ago.
2: Jesus Christ.
0: Holy shit, man. Hello? Mama Mugs. Hi. You're harder to get a hold of than the president.
5: Oh, well, I'm running for president next time. It comes up.
0: Okay, that explains it. Uh, Hey, you're on the Janky Town podcast for the first time in your life, so uh, be very proud of yourself, number one. Uh, Number two, we got Dave, the King of Mexico, on the line as well. Say hi, Dave. I think she'll she'll be able to hear you. Hi, Mama Mugs. Hi,
5: David. Oh, hello.
0: So... (laughs) The reason we're calling, uh, Mom, is because, well, the Dodgers are, what, 10 and 3 or 10 and 2 as we speak? uh, 10 and 2. 10 and 2. And we wanted
5: to get your insight on how you think their season is going so far. I think it's going very, very well. I think that the pitching staff is wonderful. I I take exception just with one pitcher, and that is Trinan. Uh, What's wrong with trying? Is, he's a little shaky. He always puts runners on base, and then has to be taken out, or he gets out of the inning. But none of the other relievers um, do that. Yeah, Gonzalez uh, had a little trouble yesterday uh, in an in inning of relief, but he uh, he was saved. And uh, but other than that, they're doing very well.
0: Wow, is that
1: is that optimism I'm hearing, Dave, for my mom about the Dodgers? It sounds like it. She hasn't even said a yeah. bad thing about Kenley Jensen.
5: Yeah, what do you what do you feel you about Kenley? Get, uh, negative things as the season goes on, but right now it
0: looks <laughs> wonderful. Great, great. So you you think we're going to do a back to back World Championship?
5: I'm looking for it.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I think I. I think we just uh, leave it there. What do you say, Dave? I don't. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to stay on the line and let things get negative. You know what I mean? Listen, a positive, Mama Mugs. I'm down with that. Let's go. All right, Mama Mugs. We'll. Uh, I guess we'll talk to you uh, in the middle of the season. Go Dodgers. Thanks for uh, stopping by go on Janky Town. All right, take it easy, Mom. All right. All right. Bye. bye.
5: Mama Mugs. Mama Mama
0: Mama Mugs. Mama 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 Mugs. She hates the Dodger blue. There you go. There you go. Well, not today. Wow, oh, wow. She doesn't hate him at all. That's great. Beer Good. mug.
1: Uh, what happened to your mom? I
4: Is think this COVID.
0: Uh, I did think it, so.
1: Did, did it change her?
0: I think she's uh, suffering from the COVID fog because normally she would be. <laughs> she
1: forgot she hates the Dodgers. She forgot she <laughs> hates the Dodgers. That's it's unbelievable. <laughs> but I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, mugs. So on the last episode, we tried a new segment called Beer Mug: The History Buff. Un. yeah. Because you, on, you are uh, try, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you are a history. You you claim to be a, a history savant, right? You know a lot of things. Of, you know a lot
0: about a lot of things. I do enjoy history, and it does happen to be my favorite subject of all time.
1: But last episode, you kind of just took the storyline of the Irishman and went with it, which is okay. Look, you knew more than I did about Jimmy Hoffa, which is great. But here's something: I want to I want to give you a chance to do a redo. Because okay. How about the history of the Dodgers? Since we were just talking about them, people may not know how they got from Brooklyn to Los Angeles. What can you tell us about this?
0: All right. Well, uh first off, like I think the problem with my last history buffoon is I just kind of I, I just went on too long, right? Right. So I'm going to try to keep this concise as possible. The history of the LA Dodgers. Here we go. Uh you want to give
1: us an intro, Dave? All right. Now it's time for Beer Mug, the History Buff. Ooh. hold
0: on. Let me give you. Let me give you some echo. Do that again. Ready? Oh, you could give a echo. All right. Cool. Great. Yeah. Here we go. You ready? Yes. And
1: go. And now it's and time. Then... it's time. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I could hear All myself. Right. Sorry, I could hear All myself. Right, I'll, I'll get over it. Right, I'll, I'll get over it. All right. Ready. All right. Ready. Yeah. And now it's time now for, it's time beer, time for mug. beer Mug. The History the Buff. History buff. Mm.
0: Mm. <laughs> All right, well, that was some sort of echo. Not <laughs> not really what we wanted, but hey, this is janky town. What do you want? Keep it right. janky. the history of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Los Angeles Dodgers started in the late 1800s in Brooklyn. They moved out of Brooklyn in 1959. Uh moved to la played in the coliseum for three years moved into dodger stadium when it was built in 1962 and now they're our hometown heroes and that was the history of the la dodgers
1: there you go that's how you do the history buff Um, that's how it's done okay yes good but mugs can i ask a follow-up question
0: sure why did they move why did they move oh because uh the I guess it was the mayor of New York did not want to build them a bigger stadium. Ebbets Field, their Brooklyn uh, home, was uh, I think capacity was like sixteen thousand people. Yeah, which was the same amount of people at uh, the Dodger game right now because of the <laughs> pandemic. So if you think about that, sixteen thousand people, not a lot. So he wanted a bigger stadium. That's why uh, it was it was Walter O'Malley. Uh, moved the team in 1959 because the uh he was gonna build that beautiful beautiful stadium in Chavez Ravine and now there's a little I think we all know there's some some <laughs> controversy of how they acquired that land at uh Chavez ravine but look you know I think that I think that well, all well, the hold Mex- on you mean like
1: this you mean like this hello I get out <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much but I think, yeah that was you my know, grandma that was yeah. They kicked your grandmother
0: out. Uh, so it, I think uh, she used to live right where the the new Shake Shack is now, right?
1: Oh, close to it. More like close home to plate.
0: It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good spot. Wow, she only knew. Um, but yeah. you know, you Oof. know, I think you know that uh, you, you know humongous uh, Mexican American fan base in Los Angeles for the Dodgers, and I think that you know all that controversy of of how they acquired that land has been forgiven. And uh, we can all thank Fernando Valenzuela for that.
1: Yeah, listen, they gave us the Dodgers. We love the Dodgers. Absolutely. We love the Dodgers more than Morrissey. So there you go. Thanks, Muggs. No problem. You know, Dave, this wouldn't be
0: janky town if we didn't bring up not great news, which is the opposite of Mike and Kevin's podcast, Great News. No, in fact, the bad news about Arclight Closing permanently, dude. Not just
1: the arc light, but the Cinerama Dome, um, and the ones that like just everywhere they were ones that just never reopened. They, I was, I was excited for the movies and I loved going to Hollywood and to, to the arc light to the Cinerama Dome, and now that is no longer a thing thanks to COVID. Yeah, that sucks. I, I guess that news dropped not so long ago,
0: and it's crazy because the Cinerama Dome has. Is, is a Hollywood landmark if I'm not if I'm not mistaken right
1: that is correct yeah
0: and it's 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 crazy to think that with this news coming out that some Hollywood billionaire or millionaire or a bunch of you know famous a-list actors and celebrities wouldn't band together and and kind of like you know help save the arc light because it's a like, it's a huge chain I mean how many how many arc lights are are there around uh is it just California or is it around, is it around the nation?
1: I believe it's just it's just California because there's Pacific Theaters. So I I know there was Hollywood, like Pasadena, Sherman Oaks, and yeah, yeah and so those are the ones that I, I kind of knew about, but like so many things went down and and I think more importantly like, you know, if the arc light went away, I I think I would get over it because I prefer AMC, but it was a, a movie a movie person's theater, right? Like, everybody who worked at the Art Light loved movies. So, they were so nice. And I loved going there. And the fact that there was a bar, a restaurant, the theater was great. The sound was great. You get to choose your seats, um... Exactly. And they were one of the first to do that. But the Cineramadil, man, like, that. how many movies have you seen there, Muggs? Like, dude, they used to dress it up. Like, I remember when the Minions came out, there was minions on top of it yeah it was godzilla it was godzilla it busting was out the like, top yeah yeah there, there's so many things and they had so much history and now it is just gonna be it, I, I don't think it's gonna be gone forever but for now it's it's gonna be closed but like what 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 can we do i don't know what can we do i don't know
0: I, I have a lot of great memories from there i mean i mean all the red carpet premieres that i got to be a part of i got to host uh the Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, uh, Red Carpet. Oh, there. that was the movie
1: you're in, right? Yeah,
0: that's the movie I'm in that they cut out for like, I was in for five <laughs> seconds, but I did get a free trip to Hawaii. That was pretty sweet. So. Nice. But yeah, and you know, I saw a lot of premieres there and, um, you know, at that arc light, not at the Cinerama Dome, you know, I'd be standing in the concession concession line and who's right behind me? Oh, I'm Seth Rogen just catching a movie on a regular day. You know, he's a regular guy catching a movie. Did he smell like weed? No. No, I turned around and I saw him, and I was like, uh, "I totally want to take a picture with you right now." But you know, I I respect the 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 celebrities' uh, right to be normal in 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 public when they want to be. So I didn't bother him. Yeah, but nice. yeah, it's, okay. it's 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 sad because you know I, I mean they might save the Cinerama dome, but it doesn't look like all the ArcLight theaters are going to be saved, which is crazy because look. That whole building is humongous in Hollywood. I mean, you got the CineRama yes. dome and you got the all the other theaters behind it. What I mean, what are they going
1: to even do with that space? It's insane. I don't know, but I've had so many great ArcLight memories and one comes to mind, man. What's that? And that is Kevinine. Oh, Our former boss, Kevin right. Ryder, when he, he became a meme thanks to a <laughs> that campaign that they did Thanks where to they a, you, bro- they like took a bunch of pictures. Yeah, they were highlighting like fans of yeah. stuff, fans of the movies, and I and, and I remember how this happened. Right, so when we worked at K Rock, well, when I worked at K Rock, he still worked there. Um, I remember they came to us with, "Hey, we want to do a campaign about how you know the movie goers, the movie fans, and we know Kevin's a fan, so let's." Let's just take some shots of him and we'll give him a quote and all this. And so they send it back and they bring like, like we have to approve the shots. So, so they, they give it back to me and the, and the promotions director at the time, Aisa. And, and we're, we're going through, through all these photos and we pick some and then we send them all to Kevin. And then Kevin, you know, checks them out, sends them back to us and says, all right, these are the ones I want, but just not this one. So, we sent it back to Arclight with those exact instructions. And guess what they put up on their giant wall? That big picture that has now known. The infamous picture of Kevin with his two thumbs up. Going, eh? And, and then the Kevining meme was born. We killed him on that. And it was so funny. And Arclight was mortified. Because, obviously, it's not the actual Arclight. It's their, like like their PR company, right. their ad, their ad agency or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So like we're like, "How did you choose that picture?" And by the time we got to we got back to Kevin, it was up already. <laughs> like it was up, people were seeing it. Yeah. And then we, we started the Kevin meme, and I'm talking about like people from like Tina Fey, Dana White, Jack McBriar from uh from 30 Rock. Like we had a bunch of people doing it. That's Listeners amazing. were doing it around the world. They were doing it in the ocean. There's pictures of of, <laughs> of pe- people doing it in scuba diving, yeah. you know, and it, and it was so much fun. It's like Kevin and became, or not, yeah,
0: Kevining became the new yep. planking at that time.
1: Yes, yes. Remember was planky? Oh, goddamn! I hated that. <laughs> yeah, but I did it a lot too, and I did a lot of pictures. But that was like things we we're doing. We we're trying to incorporate like like fans, and this is when the website was just getting going. So, but this blew up, and like I mean, people to this day still send Kevin pictures. Amazing. And I remember whenever Kevin would would want to take pictures with the with the listeners. They'd be like, "Can we, Kevin?" And he's like, "Fuck you! I
0: hate you, <laughs> you dick." Yeah, if, but for those who haven't seen the actual photo, Kevin, he's looking up. It looks like he's looking up into space, and he's got two thumbs up, like on, either, on, on each side of his body, looking up into space with kind of like a blank stare. It's, it's 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 a really bad photo, but you know, props to the ArcLight ad agency for picking the right one when when they were specifically told not <laughs> yeah, to right. choose the one that he didn't want.
1: Yeah, but you know what? Look, it all all's well that ends well, as they say, because, you know, without Kevin or Kevinine or the arc Light, we would never have had this amazing song from the now-deceased DJ Omar Khan. Hey, boys and girls! Have you heard about the new sensation that's sweeping the nation? It's called Kevinine, and I'm going to show you how! Well, first, you have to think
0: like a Kevin. Think like IQ minus 11! You're Kevinine uh, You're Kevinine duh. You're Kevinine uh, You're Kevinine Then you have to get a stupid goofy face And make sure you stare into outer space You're Kevinine uh, You're Kevinine uh, You're Kevinine, uh, you're, Kevinine uh, you're Kevinine Then two thumbs up and this is no joke To finish it off Have a stroke You're Kevinine uh, You're Kevinine uh, You're Kevinine, uh, you're, Kevinine uh, you're Kevinine i just had a stroke, don't mock me Yeah, yeah, Kevin didn't like that song too much, but that was... <laughs> Great.
1: Great. Oh, R.I.P. Look, times. good time. R.I.P. Arclight. Hey look, uh-huh. if if you want to bring it back, Jankstas, if you wanna bring back the Kevinine just for for uh just for old time sakes and kind of like a tribute to the arc light. Yeah. Let's do it. Bring it back. You know, take your picture of you Kevining, tag Kevin at the Kevin Writer, tag Jenkytown at Jenkytown69, wherever you do it, and I'll retweet it, I'll repost it whatever from the Jinks the Jenkytown account. And let's just let's just show Kevin some love of how much we're going to miss the Arc Light and Kevin at the same time.
0: All the Kevining photos can be kind of like a kind of like a catalyst maybe saving the Arc Light. You know, if we get enough, Maybe. get enough people to, to, to post it and bring it back. Kevin would love it. <laughs> I'm sure he would. Well, uh, now that movies and movie theaters are being taken away. Good thing we still have television, Dave. Is there anything on tel- is there anything on the TV that you are watching?
1: Well, Muggs, we the last time we we did this segment, uh, what you're watching TV, we talked about. Six. What What did you like? The 600 pound. My, my th- thousand pound sisters. Oh my God. Well, I, I happen to tune into my 600 pound life, which is a different, is a different show. Right. Right. It's 400 and, pounds lighter. Oh my God. That, that <laughs> I, I don't understand. I couldn't watch more than 10 minutes of it. But then, uh, so, so why not? Like, I, I thought people enjoyed hearing us talk about stuff that we are watching right now. So why not? Yeah. Let's do it again. Okay. Do we have an intro? We do. Okay. It's another live intro. So here we go. Okay. <clears throat> what you watching? TV. What you watching? TV. Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus 2. I'm watching networks. How about you? It's TV. What you watching? TV. Yeah! What you're watching right. TV. Nice. Woo! That's a good so intro. yeah, this is a segment where we're just going to talk about like a couple of uh shows that that we enjoy and um and I'll go first mugs. Uh you know, right now I'm enjoying uh, Resident Alien on Sci-Fi. That was that was cool. It's over now, so you can catch up all in season 1. It's uh, it's it's uh, Alan Tudyk Plays an alien who comes and he's trying to destroy the world. He has to kill someone, so he takes over his, his life and has to become this doctor in a small town. It's very funny, very witty, and it's only like eight episodes, so it's, it's easy catch-up. So if you like Alan Tudyk, he's very funny and it's a great show. What but, about uh what about Alan Wondick? Alan Wondick? <laughs> you got a fly on your head! <laughs> dude that was that was that was pretty that was pretty funny (laughs) i had to i had no that was good but there was something that that caught my eye on netflix that man i i saw the trailer and then i was like "Mm, maybe i shouldn't watch it but then i'll watch it anyways okay um how much do you love going to sugarfish i love sugarfish so much
0: that when I die, I want them to bury me in albacore <laughs> belly. I just want to be All wrapped right. in albacore belly and ponzu sauce.
1: Well, maybe this recommendation is not going to be for you. Oh, it's a okay. documentary on Netflix called Spiracy. Mm. <laughs> have you heard about it? I have not. All right, so I have a trailer. Um, let's 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 hear a little from the filmmaker himself. My name is Ali. I've been fascinated with the ocean for as long as I can remember.
5: But this romantic vision that I always had of the ocean completely changed. I was forced to confront a side of the story I never knew,
0: a story of just how huge our impact on the seas had become.
2: Where
3: are the big environment groups? They are deliberately not engaging with the most
6: important issue of all. Can you turn off the cameras? Thanks. Would you say there's any safety concerns
0: for me making this film? The safety concerns are serious. Ignore them at your risk.
6: If you're getting in the way of their business, you are risking your own life.
2: The
1: slaughter of these
2: dolphins is a reaction to the overfishing that's happening.
3: We hear a lot about
1: blood diamonds. This is blood shrimp. We are at war with the oceans. And if we win this war, we're going to lose it all because... Mankind is not able to live on this planet with the Dead Sea. The same syndicates that are behind illegal fishing are the same
6: criminal groups that are behind drug trafficking, human trafficking, and other crimes. If you want to address climate change, the first thing you do is protect the ocean, and the solution to that is very
0: simple: leave it alone. Wow! So this is like it's about overfishing. I'm, I'm taking it
1: right. Yes, I mean, look, this 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 documentary I think was. Was recorded a couple of years ago, like like it was all put together a couple of years ago. So there's some things that that aren't very updated, but the topics they cover, man, they go through whaling, but J- Japan killing the dolphins in the cove, which there's a whole other uh, documentary about the cove that they kill them in. Overfishing, they talk about shark fin soup, the results of bycatch when they're the commercial fishermen just like use all these nets and you know catch all this fish but then there's like dolphins and sharks and all these other like turtles that get caught up in these nets and they uh-huh. die and then they also cover fish farms and stuff now after its release it was it was pretty tough to watch man it's a it's a pretty it's it's only about an hour and a half but mm-hmm. it's it's pretty tough because they show them killing whales you know they're on a hunt for whales um uh, and then it makes you think like, oh man, maybe I shouldn't eat fish. But, you know, after it came out, a lot of articles, because the the people they cover are mainly like in, in uh, the, the East part of the world, like Japan and Thailand and, and like, you know, uh, that, that direction. But they're, they don't. They don't really cover like how Americans are are fish farming and stuff like that. So you got to take it with a grain of salt of like kind of do your own research to see what they got right and what they got wrong. And man, people are coming after them. The whole fishing industry is coming after them because you know like the tuna, the tuna safe cans. How yeah. they say like oh dolphin, dolphin safe, yeah, dolphin safe. Yes, the tuna, yeah. the dolphin safe tuna. They're interviewing the the people that label them, and the guy is, just says. Yeah, you know, we send someone out on boat, but you know, they could get bribed, so we don't know. We just take their word and label wow. them dolphin safe. So it it's pretty interesting, but you know, there's a lot of articles about talking about what they got wrong. So I would I would watch it because they do hit on on some points that you're like like the things they hit on you need to know about. But then you also got to do your own research where to to see what they get wrong and understand that, you know, fishing is it's a big part of our life, and we need that food. So, you know, it, it's just tough, man. Like you, <laughs> you should watch it and then go eat sushi after, because then you enjoy it a little more, I guess.
0: Nice, nice. Well, I'll do yeah, that. What are you I'll watching, man? Well, Dave, I don't watch much TV, as you know. But the one thing I do love, uh, well, it comes from uh, the Sons of Anarchy family, and that is Mayans MC, the spinoff to SoA. Um yeah, have you been have you been watching it, Dave?
1: Oh yeah, JD
0: Pardo, man. Mm. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'd go gay for him. I'd go gay for him very very hard. Um ding. He's like he's like the Latin Jax, right? I mean, the you know, he's the sex interest of the show, right? Yeah. 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 I would say he's a little hotter than Jax, I'm huh? not going to lie. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll take them both. I'll I'll, I'll get a uh, wobbly aged, you know? You know listen, what I'm saying? Listen, I'll get spit roasted by them. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> there are some episodes where J.D. Pardo is just working out and doing yeah. some burpees and stuff, and I'm like, dude, I'm getting tired looking at him. I don't know how like ripped he is, and of course he's shirtless, so it's something for everybody, something for the ladies, something for the guys. It's, it's, it's all around it's all
0: around goodness. Now, they obviously took a, a year off because, you know, the whole the whole movie and TV industry shut down uh, due to the pandemic, but uh, it picks back up where it left off. And I, I had to go back and watch there. Uh, there's been two seasons. This is the third season. Um, so I had to kind of get refreshed, but uh, they, they start off um, this season. Like everything is shit. Like there's a government lockdown. It's not really the pandemic, but I think they kind of like incorporated that just, just to kind of have like some
1: parallel with, with reality. Um, well, I think the government lockdown was because of all the drugs that were coming. Right? By. So, yeah, so yeah. They shut they down, shut the, down border, the border. Right. Essentially, then, you, know, they, yeah. you
0: know, There's there's national guard everywhere, and it, um, but it's 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 awesome because it kind of brings me back to how why I fell in love with Sons of Honor, Sons of Anarchy because you 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 kind of you grow you grow with these characters you, you get attached to them. Um, they changed the intro of the show, though, which is weird. I don't know why they used to have the first two seasons. They had a different intro. Now it's like they show it from more of like uh, um, the history of like the United States and how like they've treated immigrants kind of sort of. And there's like yeah. a lot of shots of like uh, like, you know, the Statue of Liberty and like Ellis Island and. In New York and stuff, but uh,
1: they they have Dodger Stadium. All the Mexicans came, all, all the, the Latin people come from, uh, <laughs> from Ellis Island, right? They they show Dodger Stadium uh, in like you know
0: people being drug out of their homes in Chavez in Chavez Ravine in the intro, <laughs> but it's really cool. Um, shit's going down, a lot of action, guns, drugs, sex. Oh, and by the way, FX. Whatever FCC rules they had, they just threw them out the window because, like, every other word is fuck, 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 which is amazing. And I, I'm just thinking, like, imagine if the, I'm sure, like, the Sons of Anarchy actors are like, hey, come on, we couldn't do that. Well, like, I wish, you know, because it's nuts. I mean, there is no, there is no censorship at all. They could, I, when did FX started doing it? Because I, I knew, like, towards the end of Sons of Anarchy, they were allowed to say, sh- they yeah, were allowed to say the shit. End. Right or like kind of like that, but like straight yeah. up f bombs, like
1: every other word. It's fantastic. Good on you, FX. Well, mugs, I I have an answer for that. That is because you know, obviously, uh, FX is a cable network and is not governed by the FCC. So, but as a, as a normal pay, they're not a like a pay scale. So they're they're in the normal uh, uh, cable channels. But the Mayans, just like Suns. Air at 10 p.m. So that's why they had they don't have a time limit really. So some episodes will be an hour ten, some will be an hour twenty. Like they don't really care because that's the end of their broadcasting day. And that way, and that that way, they're way like late. So they just go for it, man. Like you know, I don't know if you're watching Snowfall also on FX. No, I gotta watch that's that. Awesome, yeah. And, and they just cuss up a storm too. So now FX is pretty much just like a a. a a cable channel like HBO and stuff like that with commercials, because they got to compete with those people. But yeah, you're right, man. Mayans, they—it's a dope show. Bikers, gangs, everything. I Love it. I'm watching it. JD Pardo, yum. Ring, 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 ring. Hey mugs, you know what time it is? I do, Dave. It's late. Brew fools. <laughs> Don't do that ever again. Dude. Don't do that to me. Don't do that to the janksters It's sponsor time. And today we're talking about Manscaped. And first, thanks to all the Janksters who keep buying the Manscaped products and supporting our show. We really appreciate it. And it's a good way of you getting a little something something while giving something something back to the podcast. So go get your Manscaped on. Hells yeah, Dave.
0: You know, I love my Manscaped gear. Uh, my favorite is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Trimmer, because you've seen my ears, they're hairy, and you've seen my nose, it's humongous, so there's a lot to clean up. (laughs) It's super effective and super easy and fast to get all that nastiness out of my holes. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game. Check out the Perfect Package 3.0 kit. It comes with the Essential lawnmower 3.0, which is a waterproof, cordless body trimmer This is the best trimmer on the market. I'm telling you, it doesn't nick your balls. It doesn't cut you. It doesn't pinch. If you need that close chest or ball shave.
1: Yeah, their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. And if you get the perfect package 3.0, you get their Crop Cleanser Body Wash to keep your hair and skin feeling healthy and fresh and the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. And don't sleep on the Crop Reviver Ball Toner, a spray-on testy toner that's designed to give your boys a little slice of heaven. For a limited time, subscribers get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, a $39 value, and the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped boxers. I'm wearing those right now, and my testes are tight. So if you go to Manscaped.com right now, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code JANKY20.
0: That's Manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use code JANKY20. Your balls will thank you.
1: How do you think it's going? (laughs)
0: Omar we miss you come back please this is uh, this is tough Uh,
1: and he'll be back next week so on episode 36 DJ Omar Khan returns but first you know let's get to the jank line 855 janky69 you could call us 24 hours a day 7 days a week Um, the phone lines are open I guess yeah Muggs what do we got
5: let's check out our first
1: call shall we hey guys This
3: is Juan from Fullerton. Just wanted to say, Alexa, cut the cheese.
5: May fart be with you.
0: Bye. (laughs) That's a new thing, huh? Telling Alexa to cut the
1: cheese or... Yeah, but what, what else is going on? Like, Alexa, tell me a joke. And, like, have you seen all these other, like, different videos that people are doing?
0: No, but I'm sure they're fantastic.
1: Alexa, Pornhub.
3: Yo, this your boy Rambo. Hey, uh, Dave, that fucking D52's rendition of what you watching is fucking fire, dog. Like, keep that shit up. You got my respect on that one, dude. Like, that's a fucking banger, my dog. Anywho, uh, yeah, so what I'm watching? Legion on Hulu. Fucking X-Men-based characters. Um, They're super low-key that are also super sick. It's super fucking trippy. Uh, Beer mug, rip a fatty bowl, maybe a little hashish on top, just rip a fatty bong to it, just toast it. And watch that show, dude. It's fucking sick. It's very well done. Anyways, fam,
0: love you guys. Love you too, Rambo. That's our boy Rambo.
1: Oh, look at that, man. Like Rambo loved the, the What You're Watching TV intro. He got Yeah, it. he's going
0: yeah. gonna to love this episode then.
1: Yeah, so he's he's watching Legion. That That's also an FX show. So, yeah, you could watch all this on Hulu, all of these shows. Yo, Cock Goblin.
3: It's your boy, Rambo. I got to call <laughs> a lot. Um, but, yeah, dude, uh, for all you holes out there and squish squabblers out there, um I just go and like the video and like just like leave it running in the background on me because I typically just watch shit on a podcast.
0: You're the man, Rambo.
3: Or listen to the shit on the podcast. God damn. Whoa. Uh, yeah. I listen to things on podcast and watch shit on YouTube. So anyways, I just leave it running and like and whatever. Subscribe clearly. Comment, whatever. So yeah. Give me, tie, dude. Big ups.
0: Big ups, Rambo back-to-back calls
1: how, how does he just keep calling and calling and calling and flood the jank line is this way we can never catch up hey i'm i'm for it though i like rambo he's a good guy <laughs> so do i
4: hey guys it's brandon um the one that talked to you guys about gamestop stock i'm listening to the podcast from the 15th or march 15th and uh, i hear Muggs saying that there's no way these hedge funds are going to let it happen again but they're they're still in full force, man. They're still shorting GameStop. Their uh, short short interest has not has not changed at all. So it's a waiting game. It's basically a fight between the the Reddit Wall Street bets guys and the hedge fund. But um, I know you guys pre-record these podcasts, so as of last week. Um, GameStop did go back up to about three hundred and I think three hundred and sixty dollars a share. Wow. Um, before a massive drop off again, so it did get up almost to where it was before. Um, now it's hovering around two hundred dollars, and uh, stimulus checks just came out. It's gonna be a bunch of kids going, "Oh, hey, I have fourteen hundred dollars. I'm gonna buy some GameStop stock, and it's gonna do it again." All right, bye.
0: Wow, that was uh, official Janky Town financier Brandon, filling us in on all the happenings with the GameStop saga. I
1: just looked up GameStop to see what it's at right now, and it's at one fifty six. So he's right; it's still it's still up there. One fifty six a share. Suck it, uh, hedge fund people.
0: Now is GameStop like are have all the stores closed up? Are they still? Because I know the one by K-Rock is gone. You know, it, it might be. They might be an online-only
1: thing now, man. I, I I haven't seen any. Sad. Very sad. Well, that was Brandon. Thank you, Brandon.
3: Hmm. Fuck Snoop Dogg. Fuck that 15-year-old TikToking bitch. And fuck that guy fighting with muggles on the slopes. <laughs> and fuck COVID. You fuck around with mugs, you catching some forty five caliber slugs. This is something
0: Monica! Yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah. I like
1: that. Is that, that Sam? Was Sam? That was Sam. Or is he going to yell at us because that wasn't no, him? No, that
0: was him. You could tell. You can tell from the delivery, the cadence, and the tone. That is that is the original This is Santa Monica guy, Sam. That, that was amazing. What
1: what was? Can you play that last part where he's all like a fight with mugs, catch slugs yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah. That, was, that was a good tagline. Here we go.
3: You fuck around with mugs, you're catching some 45 caliber slugs. This is Santa Monica! <laughs>
1: Beautiful, beautiful. I love that. Great to hear from you, Sam.
3: Yo, what up, gangsters? Janky, yeah. Um, Listener error. I'm calling from the bathroom.
6: And guess what I'm doing?
5: That's right.
6: Pooping? Pooping.
5: (laughs) 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 Alright,
0: that was it. I just want to let you know. bye they, oh, Eric calling back. He called earlier. He was excited. He wanted, us to, tell, he wanted to tell us he was pooping. I love it.
3: Oh, I love it. Love the poop calls. Hey, guys. Malin from the Bay Area. Uh, I've wondered this for weeks. Why does Dave always sound like he's sultry talking to you guys? Like he's trying to seduce all two of you. Is he just... <laughs> Dave, are you afraid of Crystal? Are you, are you afraid she's going to yell at you? I don't know. Let me know.
0: Wow, he... That jankster brings up a great point, Dave. You do. It's weird because when we talk to you when we're not recording or we're not on air, your voice is different. But when we go when we turn the mics on, it's like you have a, like a sultry voice. What is what's what is with
1: that? That's a good point. <laughs> well, look at you guys. You guys are some sexy beasts, man. So I just want to make sure that that I make you guys feel good while we're talking. You're trying to you're trying you know? to seduce us, or what's what's not trying to seduce uh. you, but just you know, I, I, I want to be pleasant with you okay. guys. I want to be nice to you because I want to make love to your earholes. That's what we're doing on this podcast. We're making love to your ear, ear holes, and I just I want my voice to be
0: sensual. Mmm, yummy. Plus, you're petrified, or Krista? Okay.
6: Yo, what's up, handsome gentlemen? This is Sully Cullen from Tacoma, Washington. Just wanted to give you a quick call thinking about um Beer Mud getting in uh almost getting in fights at uh, uh public spaces. I think it'd be great to have a little calling feature and or if y'all other have stories about getting in fights or almost getting in fights in public spaces. About a year and a half ago, two years ago, yeah, it was about two years ago now. Uh Tacoma Rain soccer. Um, yeah, here in Tacoma, they play at Cheney Stadium, long and short. There's a super drunk guy wearing uh, flip-flops, or no, sandals with long socks and shorts with an umbrella uh, and a raincoat, just shouting F-bombs left and right at people to sit down. When he came out of his section to come into our section where people were standing up with umbrellas just to kind of stay as dry as we could in small space, and just to the point where he was being so fouled out with children around, that I just had to get my feet, get up, turn around, and tell him, like, hey, there's children around here. If you don't be quiet, we're going to have a discussion outside the gates. Nice. And he was like, what are you talking about? And long and short, I said, well, we're going to go have a discussion outside the gates. Let's go have a conversation right now. You start walking, I'll be right behind you. And just, uh, you know, in true form, he just uh, flanked away like a POS. Um, you, know, you know, again, anyone who wears uh, sandals, with uh, Long socks, and <laughs> also Western Washington, stupid thing, but this jerk off, I mean, I was ready to take him out. And then once I got him out of the section and then walked back and sat in my seat, Kiri took care of him, and all the parents were very happy. And, uh, yeah. So anyway, that was, uh, using aggressive tone for the greater good to get a drunken POS out of our section. And if anyone else has any stories out there like that, I think it'd be hilarious to find out how to de-escalate, not do the mugs route. Uh, all right, you guys, love listening to you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye.
0: You know what? I need to take a page out of Sully's book, or as Omar would say, a uh, uh Muggs his buck or whatever muggs his book bu- books his muck books a page is muck. out of muggs his buck books muck bucks I yeah. need to take a page out of books he- muck and listen to that guy because he's right i've i my route every time i've almost gotten to an altercation in in public i have gone the route of 0 to 60 which is not what you want to do because the minute you do that the person that you're trying to teach a lesson to, like this gentleman was, doesn't take you seriously. Whereas if you take a more subtle, calm, like, you know, very, very just, uh, you know, stern tone, not yelling, but stern, I think your point gets across much better. I I need to do that. He's right.
1: Uh, I, I'm with him though. He should have just knocked him out for wearing the sandals with the high socks. Yeah, that's weird. That's a no. Flip flops, no. by just the way. That's No.
0: So that means
1: yeah, flip. Well, same.
0: Yeah, I don't know, yeah, no, but that means you got to put the the little part in between your toes, so like you're, you're like you're, you got like ninja <laughs> turtle feet, and it's weird.
1: It's uh, just just that's no, not good. Just no, that's not good.
0: Well, Sully is a true gentleman and a scholar for calmly teaching that guy a lesson.
3: Hey guys, um, I was just calling because I just listened to the latest episode with the alexa farting thing and i had no idea that alexa would fart on command um but did that seem sexual to anyone else Seemed pretty sexual um can alexa be sexual i don't have one but you know i was kind of always against them but i mean now
0: i don't know i don't know is farting sexual i mean if you're in if you're into that i guess was she saying she was getting turned
1: on by the farting because that's weird. Hey, whatever floats your boat, right. I guess. Yeah. She didn't leave a name, did she? <laughs>